This is the Christian Fellowship Guild podcast show. Today is Thursday, March 26th, 2020. The title of our first devotional is If You Love Me. We're going to be looking at John chapter 14, verse 23. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and he, we will come to him and make our home with him. Many times in the New Testament, Jesus equated loving him with keeping his word. In fact, obedience is often the greatest expression of love. Previously in John 14, Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. Jesus equated genuine love with faithful obedience. Obedience is not a condition of God's love for us, but it is the proof of our love for him. Those who love Jesus and express that love through faithful obedience will experience the blessings of God's presence. We will come to him and make our home with him. Jesus had also promised in John chapter 14, verse 2, that he would go and prepare a place for his followers. Here, Jesus enlarged upon that promise. Not only will we have a home in heaven one day, but Jesus will also make his home in our hearts while we are here on earth. I'm sure you have occasionally traveled and stayed in a hotel. Did you rearrange all the furniture in the hotel room or hang family pictures on the wall? Of course not. That would be foolish. Hotels are only temporary places to reside. They are not your home. There are significant differences between having a place to stay and being at home. At home, you have the authority to make changes, rearrange rooms, and paint the walls. Jesus should have this kind of authority in your life since he has come and made his home inside of you. Does he? Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I want to show my love for you by following you faithfully and obediently. Thank you for making your home in my heart. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. The title of today's couple's devotional is Teach Us to Number Our Days. Scripture is Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11 through 28, with the key verse being verse 27. It says, Man is destined to die once, and after that, to face judgment. While we were dating, Bob had a very serious colon infection and went through a difficult battery of tests to see if the medical profession could figure out what was wrong with it. We had held up our engagement announcement until we both knew what his diagnosis was going to be. Finally, the day came when we were to find out just how serious Bob's condition was. Naturally, our thoughts raced to the worst of conditions, and we thought maybe the doctor was going to tell him he had only a year to live. If so, what would our reactions be, and how would we live out that year? We didn't have to live out those concerns because the staff of doctors came back with a very positive report. With some strong medication and an altered diet, the infection cleared up, and within a few months, Bob was back to his regular routine. However, the basic question, if I had just one year to live, what would I do? Is it good for, is a good one for all of us to think through? What would we do? A.W. Tozier wrote a response to this question. See if your thoughts might be similar to his. Suppose that I were to learn that I had just one year to live. The number of my days was to be only 365. What should I do with the precious few days that remain, remained to me? The first thing is that I would have to arrive at some plan of action in conformity with known facts. I mean, the facts of life and death and, about, and what God has to say about them in the Bible. However much I might ignore them while the hope of long life lay before me, with that hope shrunk to a brief year, these facts would take on tremendous proportions. With death stalking me, I would have little interest in trivial subjects and would instead be concerned with the essentials. I would stop hoping vaguely that somehow things would come out all right, and I would get down to realities. After all, the Bible says we are all as unclean as an unclean thing, 
and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. And for whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. Knowing that it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this the judgment, I would take no rest until I had absolute assurance on these vital matters. I would come to God on his own terms. It was Jesus who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I would not stand on ceremony, nor allow myself to be hindered by the niceties of religion. For the Bible says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to God's mercy he saved us. I would want to know that my sins were forgiven, that I had passed from death unto life, and that Jesus Christ was my personal Savior. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The Bible goes on to say, Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. He was delivered up to death for our offenses, and was raised again for our justification. I would put away apathy, come boldly to Christ, and throw myself at his feet. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I would come believing that God's promise of forgiveness and eternal life includes me. Then, a new person in Christ, I would give the last remaining year to God. All the wreckage and loss of the years behind me would spur me on to make the one year before me a God-blessed success. Now all this would seem to me would seem to me to be the good and right thing to do for one who had just a year to live. But we, since we do not know whether we have a year before us, or a day, or ten days, and since what would be right for the last year would be right for the whole life, even if its years were many, then the conclusion is plain. Our cry to God should be, Teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Psalm chapter 90, verse 12. I do not know what others may want to do, but I want to get down to business and live as if this year were my last. Then, if God should spare me to a ripe old age, I can depart without regrets. If you had just one year to live, what would you do? Let's pray. Father God, teach us as a couple to number our days and to live each day, week, month, and year as if it were our last. May we reconfirm our purpose in life. Let us have the desire to live with your purpose for our lives. Let us not waste time serving just ourselves. When we stand before you someday, we want you to say, Well done, good and faithful servant. We want to be your servants. Challenge us today in a new way. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Some action points. First, write in your journals what you would do if you had just one year to live. Discuss these with your mate. Second, in order to accomplish these ideas, what actions would need to take place? Begin to live out these plans. Check your calendar for next year to see how you've done. Third, if you don't have a will or trust made out for you and your family, contact a reputable attorney and draw up these papers. Some further reading, read the various scriptures given in today's study as given by A.W. Tozier. Let's go back and look these verses up real quick. Um... Where is it? Uh, let's see. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6. James chapter 2, verse 10. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. John chapter 14, verse 6. Titus chapter 3, verse 5. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Romans chapter 4, verse 25. 
Acts chapter 16, verse 31, John chapter 3, verse 16, and Psalm chapter 90, verse 12. So I hope you guys are still enjoying the episodes. I know I have some people listening on a regular basis. Um, not much is really changing, except that I now have a lot more free time. I've, I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes of my temporary unemployment because of the coronavirus. Um, you know, I was the last one hired where I was working, so of course I'm going to be the first one let go. Um, they did say that um, I can file for unemployment. That's not a problem. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the federal government released a bunch of funds for, and they, they waived the w- waiting period to get unemployment funds. Um, I was told that I could use them as a reference because of my work ethic of being on time or early, uh, willing to, to work or at least learn things that I didn't previously know. Um, uh, what else? Um, if you guys want to uh, have your prayers put on a prayer list or get a hold of me directly um, to have a little bit of conversation outside of the podcast, you can send me an email at christianfellowshipguild at gmail.com. Again, that's Christian fellowship guild at gmail.com you can also go over to the facebook page christian fellowship guild and uh the email link is over there you can message us there uh besides that i hope you guys have a blessed day and i'll talk to you in tomorrow's episode